city what is going on we are back it's been a couple weeks been more than a couple weeks i feel like um but life has gotten very busy for me as well as busy for fawad and uh but we're back we're here to do another episode so fawad how are you doing tonight i'm good yeah life has gotten in the ways on the past couple weeks but we're back and hopefully we'll try to be as consistent as possible but i'm excited to be here and speaking of the last couple yeah, speaking of last couple of weeks, I believe you just went to a to a basketball game not too long ago. Yep, I went to the Bucks game on November first, so just under a week ago. Uh, <laughs> it was a little bit of a blowout. Um, Dame played not great. Giannis played probably worse. And uh, yeah, Toronto won by I don't know almost thirty. Um, it's unfortunate because I really wanted to go to the Portland game that was two days earlier, and that actually ended up being a really good game. Um, but I don't know, I guess I was, I was being dumb. I didn't want to go to the game alone, so I just didn't go altogether. I think the lesson learned was that I should have gone on my own anyways. I mean, I, if we're being you know, honest, I don't fault you for going to the, to see Dame play. I don't fault you at all. Yeah, no, no, I definitely wanted to go see Dame, see Dame play as well. I just wanted to do both. Yeah. <sighs> um. Well, you still got what? You still have, you could still go to a Detroit game, couldn't you? Yeah, I, I could have, but that game happened to be on the same day oh, as the Bucks right. game. They already played in Detroit, that's right. Yeah. So it just didn't work out. Maybe well, I mean, hey, at least you don't have to spend the over $150 that I'm going to probably have to spend to go to the Bucks and Blazers game. So yeah, feel good about that one. <laughs> um, but no, as, as you guys have heard, and I'm sure you all are aware, the NBA season has started. We are, um, you know, we're a couple games into the into the we're seven games into the season. And and it's uh, it's been surprisingly not not bad, not good. It's I mean, actually, it's been OK. When I say not bad, not good, actually, I think it's been more good than bad, honestly. Um, as far as like my expectations go. So uh, these first seven games before we even get into anything, how, how have you felt this season has started out? Yeah, I, I think I agree with you. It's been slightly above my expectations. I think uh, I think most people actually had their expectations in check. Like we didn't expect a good team. But after mm-hmm. that first game, there was like a lot of talk, like "whoa, like we're terrible." <laughs> but I think that was a, a a small and loud minority that had unreasonably high expectations. I think most of us expected it to be, you know, a tough season to watch at times, with uh, some small moments that are really exciting. And I think that's been pretty much what we've seen, except the last uh, I don't know what three, four games have been somewhat better. Um, yeah, overall, I think it's just like a little bit better. We've been a little bit better than I expected. Yeah, so so right now we've played seven games. We're three and four. Uh, we just recently, we won our in-season tournament game against Memphis by two points. Um, so right now we are 1-0 and in the in-season tournament with a two-point 
plus two on our point differential here. Um, I know that's one of the things that they use to track who, you know, who goes on. Um, so plus two on that. Um, we just lost to Memphis. We played them back to back. Um, we just lost to them the second night. We gave them their first win. Um, we honestly should have won that game. That was we shot. We shot very bad. We, we have one of the worst anything. fourth quarters I've I've seen Portland have ever. Uh, but yeah, you know, if we hit like two more shots, we'd be four and three right now. Mm-hmm. Um. So so let's let's hop into a couple of these players here. Um. Obviously, Jeremy Grant. You know, we all know he can score 20, 20 points a game, which he is. Um, he, some people aren't necessarily happy with his defense. I don't think it's great. I don't think it's terrible. Um, it's, I think it's just kind of for a player that's getting a little bit more focus offensively. Uh, his defense is going to definitely have a little bit of a decline. Um, but he's still right there at four rebounds a game like he kind of always has been. Um, the one thing I can say that I feel like is a difference from this year to last year is he is not hitting the three-point shot as well as he did last year. Granted, he probably doesn't have as many open shots as he did last year. Um, but, I mean, right now it looks like he's shooting 28.9% from three. So not not good. And he's shooting a good amount of threes. So um, anything with, as far as Jeremy Grant goes for you? Yeah, he hasn't been great, but I feel like he's getting like a little bit too much hate. Um, he, yeah, his his shooting was gonna go down for sure. I don't think anyone thought that was sustainable, even though he did do it forty percent for a full season without Dane Amen. Like considering his career averages, I think a regression was expected. I think he's a little bit colder than we expected, but I'm sure that'll balance out to like thirty four, thirty five percent again. So. Yeah, I, I agree. mean, he, he's giving us 20 points a game. It might be a little bit inefficient, but it's it's a bad team. Someone's got to score. I don't mind him taking. I don't think he's taking too many shots. Like, like the amount he's fine for me. I'm not upset with it. Yeah, he's averaging 17 uh, field goal attempts. Um, he is very inefficient. He's shooting just under 40%. So um, you'd like to see that up a little bit higher. But at the same time, I mean, when your offense is kind of when you don't really have a true real big threat out there, it's kind of hard to, you know, shoot much better than what he's doing. Um, for as good of a shooter as he is, you know, and a, a, a creator for himself. Um, but like, I agree with you. He, he, he's leading the team in scoring. He hasn't been great. He hasn't been horrible. I do think some people are overreacting a little bit, but um, it's definitely, it's definitely not as efficient as last year. And I think that's, for most people, I think that was to be expected. Um, I, I by no means think he is playing bad. I just think it's definitely a difference from what we're used to. Um, the next person that I wanted to talk about was someone last year that I was very upset we drafted. And then as the year went on, I'm like, you know, I, I, he was a, he's a good pick. And then as the year continued, I'm like, you know, this guy has some some special stuff and I could see him you know, being a big time player. And then towards the end of the year, I said, you know, this guy's probably going to end up being an all-star here in the next two years, two or three years. Um, Shaden Sharp is, uh, what, what is it that everyone says? He's him. He's him. Um, shade uh, him sharp. Shade him sharp. I mean, he's averaging 20 points a game, six rebounds. He's getting like two offensive rebounds a game, which is crazy. Um, I mean, I guess it's not crazy because he can jump out the gym, but I, it, 
everything he has done, the game that we beat Memphis in for the play in tournament. Um, he kind of had a rough, a rough start. Um, and one thing I wanted to point out was, um, I think it was, uh, oh, who was it in discord? Alkabi, I think maybe had brought up like, yeah, he's having a bad game offensively, but defensively he's making an impact. And that's exactly what you need your best players to do when they can't do something offensively. I, they still have to affect the game in some way whether it's scoring, playmaking, defensively. And um, for those of you that missed the game, with about two seconds left, uh, Memphis gets a wide-open corner shot, thanks to Sharp kind of watching the ball instead of watching his man. And pretty much from the elbow down into the corner of the three, he covered that in about half a second and blocked the shot to keep the game tied, which was insane. I mean, it was a crazy defensive play. Oh, my God. I mean, he covered so much room, and obviously he's athletic and young, and it's such a great play. Saved, you know, very well. I think it was, uh, who was it that she was shooting that? He's a pretty good three-point shooter. Yeah, it was. Uh, oh, God, I can picture his face. I know. Luke Kennard, is that who it was? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, he's a very good three-point shooter. You leave him in the corner, it's more than likely going to go in. Um, I feel like he as, had a reaction after after it got blocked, and he was just kind of like laughing, like like kind of uh, like giving damn. his props type thing. Yeah, yeah. like, like yeah. how the hell did that like, just what, happen? Like, I mean, yeah, it, like, good play. You know, if you guys have not seen it, look it up. I mean, it was an insane block. Um, but no, Shaden Sharp has been playing playing very well. He's shooting forty five percent, almost thirty eight percent from three. Um, free throws, he's shooting pretty good. Um, I, I have been mo- like Shaden Sharp is is him. He's the man as of right now. I think he is my favorite Blazer. I think he has a an insanely bright future. Um, I'm excited to see what Sharp does as the year continues. Uh, anything you want to add for Sharp? I have so much to, sh- to say about Shaden Sharp. Uh, I, I don't even know where to begin. He's you know, he's taken a leap. He showed this at the end of the last season. But, uh, you know, that was only 10 games. It was against teams that probably weren't trying against us. But now he's doing this consistently. Like, I think he's had, like, what, one bad game offensively, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, he on both ends. Like, that block was insane. But he's, he I feel like he's consistently good on defense, too. Um, he's, just, he's just doing everything. He's actually, like, he's taking a jump. And I think his ceiling is so high. He's... Easily the best player right now. Now that uh, Simons is hurt, but even if Simons was healthy, I think he's taking he's playing good, good enough that like a legit argument about who's better between the two. And I think he definitely has a higher ceiling than uh, than Ant does. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. What else is it? You mentioned too high on Sharp uh, at the draft. I want to clarify that a little bit. Like the, you didn't you didn't say we weren't high, but we didn't want to pick him. Yeah, that wasn't yeah, against yeah. Sharp. It was that to build a team, we wanted to trade the pick. Um, yeah. And e- even if we were to keep, keep the pick, I don't remember what you what you said at the time, but I think my logic was uh, I wanted to pick someone who was more like NBA ready or willing to contribute. Mm-hmm. And because we hadn't seen Sharp play, that's why I didn't want to take that risk with a, you know, we weren't a contender, but someone that's trying to win. 
Um, that's why I don't want to take the risk on Sharp. But I think I for sure remember having this conversation. I hope it was on one of our episodes. But we said if we were rebuilding, I feel like I remember saying we would pick Sharp, just not for a winning team. Uh, but I, I will admit that I thought Dyson Daniels was going to be a contributor like right away, and he's he hasn't been he hasn't been great. So that you know I can take an L on. But anyways, back to Shaden Sharp. Yeah, he he's just been unreal, man. Like he's dropping twenty five so easily. He's so quick. He's shifty. He's he plays so smooth and like the way he just I can't even describe it that well. But like the way he plays offensively, like you can tell he's uh like he's smart and he's like reading the defense and if he's taking what the defense gives him. You know, he's he's not just. I feel like what a lot, a lot of young players do is they have like these go-to moves that they just do. Uh, sometimes the defense doesn't know what's coming and they score, but if the defense doesn't know what's coming, like they can't do anything against it. I feel like Shaden is playing like a vet where he's reading the defenses. He's, uh, you know, he's creating for himself and he's also just, he, you know, he's he's making he, he he's making the play almost every single time, and he's just composed and he's playing like a vet. You know, it looks like. The game has slowed kind of thing, right? I'm so excited about him. Like, I could go on and on. I don't know. I think as, I mean, unreal. obviously, we're only seven games into the season, but uh, yeah, I think true. right it's now so he, he is probably the leading candidate for most improved, even with seven games. I mean, he is. One thing we have to remember is he's 20. Last year, he did not play a lot. Um, he can't even buy an alcoholic drink yet. And yet he is averaging 20 he's, points a game, making big plays. By alcohol in Canada. That is true. That is true. You're right. The age is 19. He, he wants to be in Toronto right now. But uh, no, I mean, that's just something we have to keep in mind. He's only going to get better. He's 20 years old. Uh, you know, the same way we feel with Simons, how young he was when he started. The same way we're going to fill with Scoot, which we'll get to here in just a little bit. Um, it, yeah, he's... He is playing unbelievable right now. Um, I'm I'm excited to see where it goes. Uh, the next person I wanted to qu- quickly uh, talk about was uh, Malcolm Brogdon. I- I'm getting I, I, when I watch him, I literally just see Andre Miller. That's that's who I see. Like a more Andre Miller was good offensively, but I, I just he's he's not. Brogdon's not fast. He's he's like slow fast. Like he looks like he's going so slow, but somehow he's still getting by everybody and he still creates his own shot. He still creates for other people. Um, last game, I don't think it was his was a very good game for him. Uh, he kind of struggled last game, but right now he's averaging 19 points, six assists, um, five rebounds. I mean, I I think Brogdon will be traded before the trade deadline. I think a lot of people feel that way. Um, I don't see his fit. I don't see why we would keep him more than that. Um, but for for the most part, Brogdon has played very well. He's he's kept us in a lot of games, um, and he's a vet that kind of is bringing experience for everybody. So, do you have anything for Brogdon? Yeah, I think he's played well most games. I think he's been. There's been um, not even games, but stretches where I feel like he's shooting a little bit too much instead of creating. But when he is creating, I think he's showing like high uh, 
ability to play, make, and create for others. That's, I think, really impressive, and I think a lot of contenders will like that too. Um, I don't want to get into trading too much because it's like, what, November right now? But mm-hmm. the, the team that was most interested in him, which, in him, which is the Clippers, they kind of traded for, Hard, for Harden. But I'm sure someone else will, uh, you know, someone else will pop up who wants him. But yeah, last game, he was not good. I think he still, he had like, what, 11, 12 assists. So I think he did good on that yeah, end. But he did have a double double. His yeah. second half was so bad. It was, it was just, it was just terrible. He was taking, you know, I feel like at one point he was just taking shots almost every single time down the stretch and he was just missing everything. Uh, I think he missed a couple layups too, so it wasn't even like he was like he was missing good good shots too, and it was just really frustrating to watch. Again, like I said earlier, if he hit two shots or someone else took two shots and made them, we probably would have won that game. But you know, I'm not gonna. People have bad games. I'm not gonna hold it mm-hmm. against him. Overall, I think he's he's been good more often than not. So. Yeah, I mean, he's he's pretty much right along the same exact lines as Jeremy Grant shooting wise. He's shooting just under 40 percent with the same amount of field goal attempts. Um, He's shooting a tiny bit better from three than Jeremy Grant is. Um, But the big difference is he's that he's, you know, his assist numbers are way higher than Jeremy Grant's are. Um, But yeah, like you said, not great, not bad. Um, some games are good. Some games are kind of like, okay, whoa. And I do agree. There are times when he's shooting a ton and maybe that's what they want him to do. I mean, I, I don't know. Um, you, we brought up Simons real quickly. He uh, unfortunately hurt his thumb, had to have surgery. So he's out for a month. Um, the one game we got to watch, you know, obviously we see him shooting threes like we're used to, um, other than that, I don't really have much on it. Uh, I mean, that was the very first game of the season. So, do you have anything for Simons? For Simons, no. I mean, there's not much. Like, he played one game, but he didn't do anything that we haven't seen already. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, he's out a month. So now we're probably about three weeks away, maybe a little bit, a little bit more. But uh, I think it um, said four to six weeks, though. So it might. They, oh, that is true. That is true. Months. You're right. It did say four to six. You're right. Um. The 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 one person that I'm curious your opinions on, I think I mean we all know your thoughts on him, you know, before the season. DeAndre Ayton. Offensively, I feel like we have not been getting him involved in the game. Um he he's getting eight field goal attempts, whether that's you know him choosing to pass or just I feel like he doesn't get the ball a lot. Um, but he is averaging 13 rebounds a game. He's leading the league in rebounds in a game. Um, And surprisingly, some of you probably don't know this because I didn't know this until I looked it up. He's, I think, let me hang on. Don't. Yeah, he is tied for, he's fifth. He's tied for third, actually, in steals per game at 2.3 steals per game. And then obviously he's averaging uh, almost, oh no, sorry, I looked at the wrong line. He's averaging one block a game. So, I mean, two two steals, one block, 13 rebounds. He's averaging 10 points, only shooting eight times. Um, I kind of wish just to see to see what it was like to kind of run a little bit more through him, um, and maybe that does happen. Um, but really, I'm curious what your thoughts are on him. So h- how do you feel about Eaton? 
Yeah, so I talked a lot before the season about how I'm not an Aiden fan. I don't think he's, you know, he. I don't think he has it. I just don't think he's a great player. I basically think he's an average starting center, which, you know, again, is I never said he's bad. I just said he's an average starting center who's also soft. Whatever, seven games in, I am not afraid to admit he's been better than I thought. I think in most games he's been a positive. I think there's maybe... Arguably, like, one or two games where he's in a negative, but, like, even if you're a neutral, I think that's fine. Um, I think he's been... He's been solid. Like, I, I think he's... That first game. Expectations. That first game was bad. Yeah, I couldn't remember, like, what games were preseason, what games weren't, so that was kind of just throwing me off. So that's why I said, like, one to two games. I don't know. Um, anyways, yeah. I'm not afraid to admit if that, you know, when he plays good, I, you know, he's on Portland. I want him to do well. It's just, I don't... I didn't think he was gonna do well, and I still don't think don't think he's long term. He should be part of our core. I think if he continues playing well until the deadline or next season, um, or like the rest of the season, I think next summer we should try to trade him with another year off his contract. Uh, because again, like even if he plays well now in the regular season, I feel like he doesn't have you know you you know some some players just don't have it you know. So I feel like if if he does continue to play well and boost his value, I think we should cash in on that. Uh, but yeah, at the end of the day, I think he's playing well. I want him to play well. I just don't think I believe in him yet. Maybe that'll change. We'll see. But for now, I think. Uh, and, and as for getting him involved, I feel like it's kind of on him to get himself involved and, you know, let his teammates know as he's open, create, you know, seal off his guy, call for the ball. Like, he played on Phoenix with a good coach with, uh, with I was about to say Chelsea Phillips. Uh, Monty <laughs> Williams is a good coach. And then Chris Paul, who's one of the best point guards of all time. Uh, he's gotten so many big men paid and gotten them to produce numbers, like, good numbers. So I think if Suns fans were still saying that the, uh, Aiden needs to get more involved, uh, when he was playing with Chris Paul, who's you know so good at getting everyone involved, I feel like it's kind of on him. Uh, you know whether that's cutting more or you know again sealing sealing your man off and calling for the ball or just you know finding uh, finding different ways to get involved. I feel like it, it's on him. Um, something Terry Stotts did with with Nurk was the first few possessions he kind of force fed yeah. Nurk. So maybe we yeah. could do that with Aiden and then see if that gets him going for the rest of the game. It gets him motivated. Uh, we'll see, but yeah, I think he's. I think he's been producing. Yeah, his rebounding has been great. Um, his offense, I feel like, has has been fine. I wouldn't say it's anything special, but I think he he's doing his job, which is which is good. And I think he, other than like you said, that first game, I think he's been pretty consistent, which is more than I expected. One thing I did not realize, you know, because because I, I had admitted that I never really watched the Phoenix Suns, so I never really watched Aiton too much how long his arms are. So like he gets so many offensive rebounds just because of how long his arms are. Like it's crazy to see him go up and get an offensive rebound and see how much longer his arms are compared to other, other people. But no, I, I agree. I, it, I think it actually would be interesting to see us kind of force feed him the first couple possessions and see what happens. Um, you know, you look, you look at what Nurkic did for us um, and what, what DeAndre Ayton's doing for us. And it's, it's kind of similar. 
Um, Nurkic doesn't rebound as well as Aiton does, but Nurkic is definitely a better passer than Aiton was. Um, so, you know, you kind of trade off a little bit there. Um, so, but once again, it's only seven games. So let's see what happens. I would like to see, and I agree it is kind of on him to get himself a little bit more into the game. Um, but I would like to see some more plays run through him, some more post-ups because I feel like we don't post up enough with him. Um, and then the, the big name, the one everyone was excited for Scoot Henderson. Scoot Henderson, and and just because I just noticed it today, um, so far, and I don't even know if this is going to work, so we're going to hopefully this works. Scoot has struggled, and and that's not a knock on him. I like there are people jumping down his throat saying he's a bust and he's, you know, what a what a waste of a pick that was and everything. And I, guys, calm down. He's nineteen. He's played five games in the NBA. Calm down. Like, I mean, Shaden Sharp played less minutes than than um, Scoot has, and we weren't losing our mind that Shaden Sharp was. I mean, I guess the expectation was how good Scoot was going to be. I guess I get that part. But, I mean, we're five games into the season. Got hurt, so he's, he's missed the last two games. Um, I'm not necessarily worried. Do I, I, I'll say this. I didn't expect it to be as rough as it has been, but I also am not like losing my mind over it and thinking it's, you know, he's a bust already. Um, there have been very small flashes I've seen from him, you know, um, where I'm like, okay, there you go. That's, that's a good play. That's the right play. That's a good read. That's a good layup. That's a good, you know, attack and, and pass out. Um, he does have a lot of turnovers right now. Um, I mean, he's averaging four turnovers a game. That might that might be leading the league. I don't know. Um, but, but we knew he wasn't a great three-point shooter. And he's 19. He's got time to build that up. Um, I think people just get so, like, they saw how fast Dame, you know, how good Dame was right off the bat. But something we got to realize is Dame played four years in college, was pretty much a grown man by the time he got into the league, and he went onto a team that was already, you know, had better pieces than we do right now. Um, you had LaMarcus Aldridge. Um, you had, you know, you had Wesley Matthews, you had Nicholas Batum, you know, within, you know, the first couple years. So let's give Scoot some time. There's no pressure for him to be an all-star this year. There's no pressure for him to be a Hall of Famer this year. Let him develop. If it's a rough year, and he, but he gets good development, then that's what we want. Um we shouldn't have the expectation that he's averaging 20 points a game. And I think some people have that expectation, 20 points, 10 assists. Like, I mean, he's 19 years old. Let's just let him develop. So how, how do you feel about scoop? Um, <laughs> I think he's been, I think like, I think it's kind of hard to argue that he hasn't been disappointing. Like he undoubtedly has been disappointing. Oh yeah, he definitely has. And I think he's either been outright bad in, you know, at least two or three games. Uh, but yeah, long term, I have no, no, uh, like, it has, my opinion of him hasn't changed at all from these five games. I did expect him to be a little bit more NBA ready, and I'm kind of surprised that he's had this kind of start. I'm thinking maybe some of it could be mental, some of it could be 
some of it could be coaching. I don't know. But, you know, five five rough games, it's not a big deal. I feel like the last, like, five, six years, I've, we've had more uh, rookies who came out who came out the gate swinging, and, like, they were better than most rookies are, but I feel like historically, like, 19-year-olds do struggle to start. Um, and I feel like people kind of got used to, uh, I don't know, I think Edwards might have had, had a good rookie season. Uh, mm-hmm. Luca was great right away. I think even LaMelo was pretty good right away. So I think, like, people got used to these guys just coming into the NBA and being good right away. Uh, that might have been it, but I think Scoo just needs a little bit more time. Um, you know, I, I think it's good that Dame is not here, so he's, you know, Scoot's being thrown into the fire. He'll By the end of the season, I'm sure he'll be a lot, a lot better. I don't think, yeah, I don't even think, like, this stretch is going to last that long. I think maybe he's, just, again, he's working out the nerves, maybe he's getting used to the flow of the game. Uh, so yeah, it's been disappointing that he hasn't been as explosive as we thought outside of like a handful of possessions. Uh, but long term, I'm not worried. Even for this season, I'm not, I think 10 games is my metric. If he's this bad for 10 games, then I might think that, okay, maybe this whole season could be a little bit rough or at least worse than we expected. But right now, you know, the way I like to think about it is if this five game stretch happened in the middle of the season we wouldn't think of anything like people have five, five bad games in a row mm-hmm. maybe not all the time but it's common enough uh it's just because it's the only sample size we have people are kind of losing their minds a little bit more but uh yeah i'm i'm still riding with him i hope he gets healthy soon i think he's i think he's out tomorrow but he was questionable so hopefully the one after that he's back uh he's back um, I do hope he comes off the bench, though. Uh, I think, you know, Shaden has been so good. I don't think you can bench him. And I would rather start Shaden at the two than start Scoo and then play Shaden at the three. But uh, honestly, either way works. I'm good with whatever. Yeah, but yeah. Yeah, the, we're running into the same issue we kind of did with Dame, Simons, Powell. It's like, what what do we do? Now we have Brogdon, Simons, si- and Scoot. And so it's like, what, what are we doing? Um, I think it just comes back to, to, to me being willing to be patient, understanding he's 19, understanding, yes, there's a lot of hype. And sometimes a player doesn't immediately live up to that hype and that's okay. Um, something, <clears throat> something I heard Paul George say um, on his podcast was that he, he's not necessarily that worried about scoot being some kind of bust or anything like that. He said he feels like scoots in the perfect situation where Portland kind of gives him the keys to kind of do what he needs to do. And he gets to learn without the expectation of trying to win a ton of games. He gets to see how the NBA plays. He gets to see, you know, read defenses without the pressure of, I have to win these games. Um, so he's, he's not necessarily worried. I don't feel like we should be worried yet. You know, by midseason, if things aren't looking better, then maybe we can be like, okay, this is a little bit worrying. Worrying, but for right now, I have I'm not even remotely concerned. I'm willing to just see how what happens. Um, quickly, oh, go for it. One other thing is his turnovers have been like one of his biggest issues. But the thing is, most of his turnovers I feel like have been 
um, either unforced errors or just like really dumb mistakes. And I think mm-hmm. that also makes me think it's just nerves and it's just him, yep. you know, getting used to the NBA and it won't be like a ongoing thing. There are a lot of things that feel like are bigger issues, but I think his turnovers at least, he's he, like we said, he's averaging what, four? four um, yep. Yeah, I feel like at least two of those are just, you know, him just not either the game being too fast for him or him just being nervous to have uh, like a big role to start off the season with all these expectations. So I, I expect those to go away soon. Um, real quick, I don't really have much to add on to it, but um, for those of you that don't know, Robert Williams is most likely out for the season. Um, I mean, in my opinion at this point, there's no point in bringing him back. So just just let him be out for the season. Um, but one thing I wanted to look up while you were talking right there about Scoop and his turnovers. Um, like I said, once again, he's 19. You know, he's being thrown into a team that's not very, you know, doesn't have a lot of great offensive players. Um, and he's trying to be a playmaker. He's trying to create plays for himself and for others. Um, and so I'm looking at Russell Westbrook's um, which a lot of people say, you know, that's kind of his player comparison is Westbrook. Um, I'm looking at Russell Westbrook's turnovers. Um, his rookie year, he averaged three a game, and it got up to as high as five a game in 2016-17. So when you have a high-usage point guard that's trying to playmake and not necessarily score as much as we're used to seeing from Dame, you're definitely going to have more turnovers. You're going to see more turnovers. Um, like you said... It seems like a lot of them are unforced errors or him trying to do something, trying to do too much almost and, you know, just doing something stupid, which are things that can be corrected as he gets more experience and as he plays more and learns how these how the NBA works, learns how his teammates play. Um, So four four turnovers is is a lot, but I'm I'm like, once again, I'm not too concerned with it. Um, But as far as Robert Williams goes, something wrong with his kneecap. They have to have surgery. They're trying to decide if they're going to just do like a cleanup procedure where it's not as serious and he can come back in like two or three months or just like fix the whole issue. In my opinion, this season doesn't really matter that much. Fix the whole issue. Um, This is something a lot of people had worries about with him as he's always kind of been an injury issue. Um, And that's something I was a little worried about as much as I like him and think he's a good player his injury history is, is what it is. And um, so I was, you know, upset that he's out, but I'm not shocked that he's out. What about for you? Uh, Robert Williams? Yeah. Basically the last thing you said right there, um, I'm upset he's out. I think he's one of the best defensive bigs in the league. The uh, defensive player of the year that uh, Marcus Smart won maybe two years ago. Like that was basically his until he got hurt. And then as soon as he got hurt, people were just like, oh, let's just give it to Marcus Martin instead. That's basically what happened. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm really excited for him. It sucks he got hurt, but we were told and we saw ourselves that he is very injury-prone. Mm-hmm. You're bringing not just a big man, but an injury-prone big man to Portland. It was only a matter of time that he <laughs> Yeah, got exactly. Hurt. So, <laughs> unfortunate, um, but hopefully he recovers fully. 
Thanks. Yeah, and, and I mean, I hope that they choose to just fix the issue because truly coming back in two to three months and then having to have some other kind of procedure later on in the offseason just doesn't make sense. Just fix it yeah. at this point and let's just hope he's ready next year and has a healthy season. Um, the last person that I wanted to talk about was our boy Tumani Kamara. I know when we traded for him, we were like, yeah, I don't know who the hell that guy is. Um, but he has, he honestly, he's earned some, he earned, he's earned playing time. He's in, in games late. I mean, he's earned enough to be in games late. He's been very surprising. Like I'm actually surprised at what, what he can do and how well he's been doing for us. Um, there's not a lot to go off with because obviously he's not like a focal point offensively, but he can he can hit a three. It's not the it's not the greatest, but he can he can hit him. Um, he's long. He makes he makes some plays defensively. He's had a couple nice blocks. Um, I'm excited to see what can happen with him. This is this is the fun part about having a team like this where. You're not expecting to win. You get to see these players and you get to see, watch them develop. And you kind of get to see players you wouldn't normally see play. And you're like, okay, if there is potential here and he could, you know, eventually be a very, very good contributor to a team. So uh, do you have anything on Kamara? Thank you for going about it for a second. I was about to like, be like, dude, this, we have the superstar in the making on our team. He's so good. I'm like so excited about him. So much better than I expected. I thought he was gonna be a, like a throw-in in in the Dame trade, but his defense, not just for a rookie, but just his defense is good. Period. Like mm-hmm. he's staying with he's staying with guards. He, he can guard like wings. I haven't seen him guard bigs too much, but I feel like he probably could. But he's just he's so versatile defensively. He's like you said, he's getting blocks, but he's also just contesting good. Uh, yes. Like against shots, against drives, he's forcing passes. He's he's just doing everything on defense. And he, his presence, like you can feel it. It's not just you know, it's not just like a couple blocks a game, or it's not just you know one or two possessions. It's throughout the game you feel that he's playing defense and he's playing well. So it's really exciting to have rookie who can do that. Uh, yeah, like he, I I keep saying he's the Scotty Pippen to uh, to Shaden's Michael Jordan, and I feel I like this. I feel like that's a decent comparison. Yeah, I can and like see you said, that. Like you said, he can hit the open three too. It's not like he's. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to throw shade at. I don't want to throw shade at. Uh, what's his name? Why am I forgetting his name? Uh, Thibel, but you know, it's not like he's Thibel where he can rarely hit a three, or uh, or the guy from the Thunder a few years back. Uh, Andre, Andre Robinson. Robinson. Yeah. Yeah. It's like Tumani can actually hit the three at a hit the open three at a decent clip i feel like so i'm excited about that i think like and yeah he's he's playing more and more minutes he's closing games i think it's not unreasonable that he gets a starting spot sooner rather than later he's just yeah he's just crazy he is shooting 29.4 percent from three um but he's only shooting two threes a game and he's almost making one a game um, he's at point seven. He's hit multiple threes too. Yeah. So, I mean, it's probably what it is, is he had, he, you know, if you shoot two threes and you don't make two threes, that's dropping your percentage right there when you've only shot, you know, 12 threes in a game or, you know, all season. So the, I feel like the numbers are a little like 
from what we've seen, he can make threes. And so seeing it at 29% seems low, but I actually don't think it actually truly is that low. Like had he shot more threes, I think that would be up higher. Um, it's also seven games in, so like one three probably affects it by like 5% yep. or something like that. Yep, exactly. Um, and funny enough, Matisse Thibel, <laughs> who you brought up, is... <laughs> Yeah, I as just I'm, looked up as I'm looking, he is second on our team in three point percentage, and he's shooting, he's shooting three a game, and he's making one, so he's shooting thirty six percent. So funny enough, right as of right now, he he is second on our team in three pointers made. Um, yeah, I looked it up as soon as I said it, and I was like, wait, I, I think I'm re- not remembering some of these. <laughs> and it looks to me now that I'm looking at his statistics here that he's shooting a hundred percent inside the three-point line so anything that's a two he is not missed from what i matisse matisse granted that's probably not very many shots but oh yeah it's 0.4 attempted and 0.4 made so he's (laughs) he's a hundred percent from two keep it going matisse um but yeah we're three we're three and four um just enjoy the ride, guys. Don't don't have ex- expectations. Enjoy. Watch these young players play. Get frustrated when they make mistakes, and understand that they're learning and they're growing. And you know, um, just enjoy it. It as much as I loved having Dame on our team and being you know a pretty competitive team and winning games. And it's such a refreshing thing to just watch them play and just enjoy it for just for it being basketball and like enjoying watching sharp go absolutely crazy and watching, you know, scoot drive down the lane going 500 miles an hour and throwing the ball 300 feet up into the crowd because he's, he's just going, going, going like just enjoy it. I'm having fun as much as it sucks losing. I'm having fun. Like it's, it's, Maybe not fun to watch as far as like how competitive things can be and how, you know, you can go for a five minute stretch and no one scores a single basket. But just just knowing that these players are getting experience and, you know, this is experience in the next year or two that's going to really matter to them. It's I've enjoyed it. Do you have anything you want to add before we wrap up? Um, I also want to give a quick shout out to Jabari Walker. I think he's had a, had a decent start of the season. I mm-hmm. think he. He's shown he can be better, and I think he will be better. But he's already had a, a couple good moments, so yep. I hope he keeps it up. I hope he gets a little bit better. But he's someone that I'm excited about long term too. Yeah, and that's that's a player that we've for the last two years now we've been excited for, and think he can be a pretty decent player. So I think with how good Kamara has been playing, it's kind of cut into Jabari Walker yeah. playing. Um, so that you know, I I think had this. I think our expectations were we were going to see Jabari Walker a lot more, but with how good Kamara's played, we kind of haven't seen Jabari Walker as much. Um, he's averaging 13 minutes and Kamara's averaging 24 minutes. So, I um, mean, he, he's still like what, 1922? Jabari Walker? Jabari is 21. But like, yeah, he's just, still, just recently like turned 21. Yeah, yeah. So. I, I still I still like him. I still think he can, you know, he's still a good piece on a team. Um, and hopefully he develops a little bit more and can be even bigger piece. Um, but yeah, I don't have anything else. That's all the things in my head I had. I think that's pretty much everything for me as well. We can wrap oh, it up. Okay, well, 
everybody, once again, enjoy basketball for what it is. It's basketball. Have these expe- just just expect us to win 10 games. And as long as we win 10 games, you're happy. So uh, but other than that, yeah. enjoy basketball. And uh, I think if I recall right, actually, hang on before we leave real quick. What's your thoughts on the NBA, the courts, the the special in tournament courts? Do you like them? Do you do you think they're too much? Uh, I've had a roller coaster of emotions. When they first dropped the pictures, I thought they looked okay. Like they they were very loud, but I thought it was fine. Then the game happened, and I was like, "Whoa! Like they, this is like a disaster." Um, but then are you the talking time, about the Denver Nuggets court because that is hideous. I was talking about ours. That's the only one I've seen like during the game. The I the, the Nuggets court is all blue. Like so, where ours is red. Yeah. Theirs is just blue. Theirs is all blue, and then the inside middle lane is like a, if I remember right, a different shade of blue. So it's just the whole oh. court is blue. Okay, I'm gonna it have is, to take a look at that. It is. But, I I want to say, or maybe it's yellow. Maybe the inside line is yellow. Like they're they're yellow, not like court yellow. Like it is bad. We'll take a look, but uh, and some like people a, say it looks like a bowling alley. Like ours looks like a bowling alley. <laughs> oh, the Nuggets one. Okay. Is it you yellow? Know, like, yeah, it is yellow. Like, it's like a banana yellow. Yeah. A lot of people have said this, and I like hundred percent have the same thought on my own. Like, these look like courts you would make in two K. Like, exactly. I, I had made a almost as bad court in two K a couple of years ago, and now he's just, you know, playing around with the color schemes and everything. Like, yep. this is like this is ugly. Yeah. Uh, I'm. But I, I am a saying, fan of our jerseys, though. Which ones? The, the, the Rip ones City like, ones. A little bit of plot. Okay, yeah. They're okay. Like, we've had better ones. We've had worse ones. I like, agree. Like, yeah, there's, yeah there's I agree. I do still but, like, I, my favorite ones still are those, not my favorite, but like the Rip City plaid ones that we had a couple years yeah. ago. Those it's ones were very nice. Days. Yeah. It's probably like second or third for me. Um, I like our cream one as well. Uh, I think there was another one as well. Uh, I was saying with our court, right? Uh, yeah, when, when our game first started, I thought it was like, like, this is an eyesore. But by the end of it, I actually, like, when I got used to it, I didn't hate it. Like, it wasn't the worst. But I do, was, I do like uh, that we have the wood down the middle. Like, that makes it better. Yeah. Denver's Ours court is a lot better than other terrible. Teams. Yeah. It's, yeah. Um, so, yeah, if you guys haven't seen it, look up the, the, the in-tournament courts, because some of them are pretty wild. Um, but other than that, I hope you guys are having a good night. Enjoy the podcast. And as always, Rip City, baby.